But let's get to our next guest, and that's going to be Mike Bailey, Director of Research at FBB Capital Partners. Welcome to the show, Michael. Great. Thanks for having me, Tom. All right. So markets are rebounding this week. What's your outlook here moving forward? Because we're getting a little bit of a reprieve, but it still feels like we're in that bear market downtrend with a lot of headline risks. Absolutely. So uh, we're, we are definitely in a bit of a gray area here. I was listening to your last guest. I think she laid out certainly the, the bear scenario <laughs> yes. where we could be you know, headed into some more choppy waters. I think that's certainly possible. Um, you know, I think, you know, one, the other option we're looking at is frankly following the data. And I think that's what markets are doing today. We're seeing a little bit of a kind of some breathing room as far as recession risk, maybe not quite looking as bad. Inflation also not quite as red hot in terms of expectations and consumer sentiment a little bit better. So I think stocks, you know, the market is really trying to figure out that that next leg. So looks a little more favorable today. Um, I think we've got a lot of wood to chop here. I, mean, I think basically um, what's going on with oil, what's going on with energy, what's, you know, what's that doing to inflation and the Fed, those are really going to drive markets. I think the other theme, you know, which, which folks are talking about, but it's certainly very high, you know, for us in terms of priority is earnings. Earnings have been hanging in there year to date, still looking good. But, you know, at what point could these earnings cave? And I think a lot of times just ahead of a recession, earnings are sort of hanging in there and maybe they cave a little too late. So that, that's a big you know, factor for us. We're going to get a lot more data here in about two weeks as far as earnings. So those are the, the big themes we're looking at here. Yeah, Mike, and I kind of wanted to expand on that because I feel uh, and this is my opinion that uh, that is the last a straw to break the camel's back here is the earnings estimates haven't been lowered enough based on what we're seeing in the overall economy. Is that the big red flag that, you know, a lot of people are predicting uh, that final washout in the equity market before it's safe to start buying again, maybe 3,200 in the S&P 500, somewhere around those levels. But if we start getting those earnings revisions and those lower guidance points that out of corporations that many people are expecting, but the companies just haven't provided, but we've already seen a few. We've seen it out of Target. We've seen it out of Microsoft and a couple other big names. Is that the uh, you know the, the final straw for this market where we could actually flush out and it and uh, baby basically get down to valuation levels that are safer? Absolutely. No, I think that's a very reasonable theme. And I think if you look at history, that's that's what we've seen. If you go back, it's a, you know, I, I hope this next cycle doesn't look like 08, 09, but we'll use that as a dr dramatic, you know, prior pattern. You know, stocks went way down and then earnings went down. I think either investors or companies just weren't quite ready to say things are, are that bad yet. We could be uh, in for that at some point. You know, again, we'll get data in a couple of weeks. Um, I, I would push back a little bit in terms of the uh, sort of the most recent data. So certainly, you know, Target is blowing up. Walmart had some bad noise. Uh, you know, Microsoft, they took numbers down. Frank, uh, more on Ukraine and currency, for example. So some of the, the noise had a really big, durable, you know, titans uh, in the market. I'm not quite ready to say, you know, they're about to crumble. I think we've, the data has been pretty mixed. We've had a couple of interim uh, data points that look pretty favorable. We had Accenture this week, and they're tied into IT services across the globe. Pretty good results. So I think you know even companies reporting in real time, I think they've had a chance to you know miss and you know, lower estimates. Haven't quite seen that yet, but again, the, the jury is really out. I think we're going to get a lot more in a couple of weeks. Uh, one other interim name is Nike. I think they report Monday. We'll get a sense of what's going on in China, the reopening, all those themes. So a lot to uh, look forward to. 
Yeah, and that's another name. We've seen estimates lowered across the analyst community over the last couple weeks into those results. So uh, maybe trying to get ahead of the game here. But uh, anything on the upside may surprise because Nike's been in a downtrend trend over down over 30% so far this year. Uh, you've got a couple stock picks here, Mike, that I thought were pretty interesting. Danaher uh, is one in the healthcare sector. Stock's down over 20% so far uh, this year. Why do you like this one? Yeah, so taking a look at Danaher, you know, good company. I, I think um, it, it's funny. Some of the picks that we're looking at are in some ways kind of growth, you know, wrapped up in a value clothing or defensive clothing in some ways. So a healthcare name, defensive, uh, you know, if you're worried about a recession, you like healthcare. But something like a Danaher, uh, it's, it's a growth company. You know, I'm, I'm, it happens to be in the healthcare sector, but um, they're, you know, doing basically the picks and shovels and providing tools for, for drug companies that are out there developing drugs. Uh, they've done a great job. They've brought, you know, really industrial types of, you know, Six Sigma and Kaizen and constant renewal, bringing that to a sleepy part of healthcare. They've done a great job, and I think they're they're just getting started. They will, they will have some tough comps um, once some of the um, once you get sort of rolling over the um, initial uh, massive uh, amount of demand for COVID vaccine testing and manufacture. There'll be a little bit of a slowdown, but I think once you get beyond that, they're generally going to grow uh, at least as fast as the market, if not faster. We've seen that the, the valuation really come in a, a lot of growthier companies have done that, but they've certainly done that. Back to that point of earnings and fundamentals, they're only off about 1%, you know, year to date. So either things are great, you know, maybe things will, will take a bit of a hit, but up until now, the fundamentals still are pretty good uh, and the business is on sale. All right, another name you have, and I always look at this uh, segment as potentially recessionary proof, uh, and that's in uh, cosmetics business. Uh, S.A. Lauder is on your radar here. Uh, the stock's down about 27% so far this year. Severely underperforming Ulta seems to have, uh, you know, the lead in this particular sector. Why do you like Estee Lauder here? Yeah, good, good question. So I think in general, we like, you know, high quality businesses. We like barriers to entry. Generally, we would prefer a product company over a retailer. You know, where's the innovation coming from? Certainly Ulta has been a good company, but for something like an Estee Lauder, they really control the brand. They, they control their future. Uh, they've been very, very um, kind of uh, in, in a very intelligent way, adding new brands over time. They're able to bring a small product in, blast that out through their massive distribution, and really add value uh, again and again. We'd expect that. Um, definitely a, a big hiccup this year as far as a lot of exposure in Asia and China. So that you know really slowed down. You know we'll, we'll find out again in second quarter results. With China reopening, I think there's a, a you know a sigh of relief there that the business can can continue to grow. I think with the surge we've seen in travel, and we saw the comments that your earlier guest had on about travel. Uh, there's a lot of business for global travel and duty free shops in airports. So as those reopen, a lot of uh, travelers coming through. There's going to be some additional demand there, and again, good business. Earnings trends are off just a little bit this year, and the multiple is way down. So you got the good, very nice, durable growth over a number of years that you can buy, and another good business on sale. I think folks will be looking back at, at 22, saying, "Well, that was a good time to kind of stock up with some quality businesses like Estee Lauder." Yeah, that's Econ 101 uh, Cosmetics outperforming in a potential recessionary environment. We'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, but stock has sold off. Uh, last one I, I wanted to discuss: NextEra Energy. Uh, now, utilities, uh, you know, this power, electric power and uh, infrastructure company, down about 16% so far this year, uh, based mainly in Florida. Uh, do, you, do you like this? Because it pays a decent dividend. This is a business that can maybe re remain resilient in a recessionary type environment. 
A little bit. I think with something like a Nextera, you can play offense and defense at the same time. So it's got a very stable, sticky business in the Sun Belt in Florida. A lot of good demographics there. So just on a normal year-to-year basis, is very nice growth. If inflation and interest rates go up, a lot of their business is passed through there. So that's that's a defensive piece. Nice growing dividend. You can sort of take that to the bank. The other piece is they're basically one of the biggest um, renewables companies in the whole world as far as looking at electric utilities. Uh, they've really kind of grabbed all the uh, good market share in, in terms of you know, finding sites and becoming a big developer of wind and solar. Uh, and so they're really kind of continuing to be on, on the cutting edge there. If anything that we've seen out of Russia and Ukraine, in the short term, everyone's trying to get their hands on fossil fuels. I think it, what, what that's actually done is accelerated a, really that long-term push towards renewables. So again, in the US, Nextera is best positioned, got, got uh, a lot of growth ahead. There was one wrinkle in the story this year. There was this tariff battle over solar panels. Mm-hmm. That was a concern for them. That's out of the way. So again, now the short term looks a little bit better for Nextera. Yeah, and I think uh, the administration probably supports Nextera a little bit with those renewables. All right, great stuff, Mike. Appreciate the picks. Have a great weekend. Absolutely, same to you. All right, that's Mike Bailey, Director of Research at FBB Capital Partners.